Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast, brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 323, recorded live on Saturday, August 31st, 2013. And here are your hosts, the man who was once again not at PAX, Dave Pillay. Hey. And the man who still also isn't at PAX, Andy Lowe. Hi. I'm sad. I want to be at PAX. Didn't we get our start at PAX? Yeah, that was our first episode. Uh-huh. Hmm. Oh, well. Hi, Andy. It's kind of funny if you think about it. It was just like, when you're going to PAX, it's like you, you make it a major event, but then now we're just like, oh, PAX. I don't know. I mean, it is a major event, and I really wish that I could be there, but it's not going to change anything. I'm well, just not there. Has any news come out of PAX? Uh, nothing major. That Well, not yet. It's a four-day convention, Andy. We've only had one day. Four days. Oh, it's a lot. Four days of PAX. That is rough. But on the plus side, it means that I've got nothing going on this weekend. So I'm just relaxing. Shooting some b-ball outside of the school? Har, har, har. Sorry, it's in my head. That's automatically what I go to. Wow. I got nothing on that, Andy. I, uh, I'm really not sure where to go with that one. You've actually stumped me. How did I stump you with Cause a I don't Because I don't know where to go with it. Fresh Prince, man. Fresh Prince. Something about Will Smith? I, I don't know. We could talk about the, the music TV awards thing, music video awards, because Will Smith was there with his family, and they had one of the best expressions when they, they saw the thing with Miley Cyrus. Oh, that thing with Miley Cyrus. That thing with Miley Cyrus that I have no idea what the hell it was about because I don't pay attention to that. But because I'm on the internet, I saw pictures of it. Would you care to clue me in as to what the fuck was going on? (laughs) I don't know. Andy, I count on you for things like this. You're going to let me down? Um, I was also, you know, what day was? I have no idea. Was it on, like, a Monday, I think? Maybe. I was probably still on vacation, so, you know. 2013 Music Video Awards, 25th. Sunday. Well, then we were both, you know, not paying attention. Right. Because we were relaxing in northern Michigan, where yes. it is gorgeous and beautiful. Wait, was Daft Punk there or no? Ah. I think they were. I mean, they did come out with a pretty major release this year. Was that your phone? Maybe. That or somebody's at your door. One of the two. Maybe. I know nothing. I don't know what you're talking about, Andy. My phone is on silent like it always is while we record. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. So, how was your week? Besides not watching the VMAs. Yeah, it's a week. It was a week. Andy, do you, do you need to pause and get some caffeine or something? I've been drinking Mountain Dew since I've gotten up this morning. Okay. I might need to you hit sound the, kind of lethargic. I might need to hit the harder caffeine stuff there, but the coffee machine's across the room. Oh, no. I'd, I'd be willing to pause and give you a sec to go get your coffee, because otherwise it's going to be me going like, Andy, Andy, poke, nudge, Andy, hello, Andy. The problem with the coffee, though, is the fact that um, it will take time to cool because I can't drink hot coffee. There's a joke in there about Rockstar somewhere. 
Well, okay, so not scalding. I don't know what I understand it. Everybody's coffee is like scalding, and they somehow can drink it right off the bat, and I just can't do it. You sip. I sip and I burn my freaking no, tongue. You, you sip and you slurp. It cools as it enters your mouth that way. No, it just doesn't work. Well, then I don't know what to tell you. You it's have to wait for your coffee to cool down. It's it's oh, it's funny when I'm at work and I grab their coffee, which side note does not taste as good as my coffee. <laughs> <laughs> but but we we swear we aren't snobs. Yes, go on. <laughs> You make fun of me for living in Ann Arbor. You're not it there there's a point where things are palatable and there's it's just I mean Andy in all honesty all coffee black is barely pal- palatable. Yeah, I can see that. But this mm, stuff at work though is just oh Gross. To, I'm, I'm trying not to put sugar in my coffee cuz I'm trying to as I sit here drinking Mountain Dew trying to cut <laughs> sugar <laughs> i am trying to cut to, i don't i don't put a tablespoon of sugar in my coffee because i have seven in my other drink God, i just keep on remembering all the times i'm like oh yeah i'm gonna give a pop that lasts like a week you did it for lent once true you gave up uh except it was only mountain dew wasn't it or was it all pop well, there was the year I gave up caffeine for Lent. Oof. But then were you drinking, like, caffeine-free Coca-Cola? Sprite. You were drinking Sprite. Okay. It's a problem, though, is the fact it's like, okay, so if you're not going to drink pop, what are you going to drink? Water. I suppose. <laughs> it's like, well, if you want to be reasonable. You and your logic. I mean, oh. Sorry. Did, did you like how it took me less than, like, a second to answer that? Yeah, yeah, it did. What do you got to drink? Water. What does anyone drink? Coffee. Pop. Water. What should we all be drinking plenty of? Water. Water. What is plenty? Not eight cups a day. That's a lot of water. Eight cups a day can lead to overhydration. And that's God, we'd never good. have left the rivers. Are you kidding? Anyway. So we could kind of take that that hot coffee reference, the Rockstar reference, because I don't know if we announced the uh, the GTA Five release date. I mean when it's coming out in uh, what October? Uh, September seventeenth. Oh, what's coming out in October? Oh, Assassin's Creed. Never mind. Different game, Andy. Different yeah. game. Ooh, I could buy Assassin's Creed Three on the PlayStation Three now, or the three sixty. I guess I have the rest of the series on the 360. I should probably buy it on the 360. Well, you don't have to. I should also play the rest of the series. <laughs> I am so purchasing Calling All Cars or re-downloading Calling All Cars. It was a fun game. It was such a fun game. I was really good at it, too. I know. But anyway, GTA Five comes out soon. Very soon. Like in two weeks. Am I going to get it? Probably not. Really? You love the GTA series. I know I love the GTA series. I just, I don't know. I just haven't been playing much. So. Because if I was going to get it, I'd probably get it on the 360. Yeah. But I honestly look and I can't remember the last time I turned it on. Turned on your 360? Yeah. I I don't know. Well, I mean, two things. A, you're getting more mature and older all the time. B, your 360 has parental lock on it. Yes. So it kind of limits you there. It's a self-imposed limitation. Yes, but it's still a limitation. And so consciously or not, that could be affecting you. How so? I don't know. I don't know your subconscious. 
my guess is be probably pretty confusing. Your subconscious? Yes. It's got nothing on mine. Uh, I don't know. It'd be the, like the, the question of who's crazier. Well, there's a lot of different <laughs> levels of crazy. Of crazy. <laughs> Yours, I, I think, would be more chaotic. Mine is just going to be weirder. Right. I'm going to go with that. I think it works. So you know what else is coming out soon? What? Game Stick. Oh, that, do you, do that you remember Oya, what the Game Stick is? That Oya sort of thing? Uh, sort of. Yes-ish. It's not really an Oya. But it's basically that same idea. Yeah. It's, it's kind of a mini console. And it plugs into the HDMI port, and that'll be it, which will be awesome. But it comes out September 30th. That's the date they are shooting for. So, what are you going to play on it? Every emulated game ever. Let's be honest, it's the same reason people would buy the Oya. To play it's every so that, single emulated it's game. It's so that I can walk... They, they actually had a commercial for the game stick where it was like someone sneaking into a movie theater and playing it on the big screen in the movie theater. I'm kind of tempted to do that with my, the, uh, the epicenter screen, which is like a 20 by 30 foot screen. The problem I can see with that is the fact that it's a Bluetooth controller. Yep, so you're going to have a limited range. Yeah. So it all depends on where the hookup is. There was a video that I saw of two guys playing a Wii in a movie theater. Because I know the, the Wii controllers have Bluetooth, right? Yep. I mean, Bluetooth can have a pretty decent range. It's just very finicky. Yes. But I think the guys in the, the theater, I remember what they did. It's it's because they took uh, some infrared LEDs. No, that was just for the sensor bar application. Right, right. But that means that you can put the Wii wherever you want. Well, it still has to connect to the controllers via Bluetooth. Yes, but they could have had the Wii sitting next to them and a bunch of cables going out everywhere else. That's a lot of cable. Well, when you're about to play in a movie theater, you come prepared. It's not something you do on a whim. So we'll see what's released for it, but I, I could see... I mean, the controller looks like it's comfortable, so I can see playing certain games on it. Good old emulated games. So speaking of things plugging into an HDMI port. Uh-oh. Chromecast. Yeah. Yeah. I gotta say, best $35 sling box I've ever had. So wait, you can still play the local content on yours? No. Oh. No. But I, well, you know, I wonder if there is a way around that. So Google just released a patch that locked down the idea of playing local content. Yes. But it does produce, like, you can put up a Chrome tab. So it's somewhat of a workaround? I'm wondering if I can just point the Chrome tab to local content. I don't know. What happens if I toss a like a video into Chrome? We're going to try something real quick. <laughs> it probably will not like this. Well, um, officially Google says that they didn't... It does not like it. No. No. Okay, so Google says... That they didn't break the ability to play local content on purpose. Ooh. I will believe it when they publish the SDK. Well, they've, they've published the developer SDK, or the quote-unquote preview SDK. Yeah. The preview SDK will no longer be supported after the official SDK is released. So they were saying, like, hey, you guys, you shouldn't be publicly releasing stuff for the Chromecast yet because everything is still in flux. Ah. Which my response to that is, why did you sell it to everybody then? The Chromecast? Yeah. Well, because the Chromecast itself is going to keep working. 
They just, you can't do any third-party apps to it. Right, okay. yet. It just seemed a little over... It, we're almost living in like a beta culture now. I mean, we talked about that several times. And this is a very, this is another example of it where things are out there before they're completely done and people are like, oh, I can do this. No, no, you can't. It's not official <laughs> yet. Yeah, it's, it's not quite ready yet. But yeah, feel free I mean, to buy one. That that was my, so I decided, if you hadn't picked up on it earlier, I decided to purchase the PlayStation 3 GTA 5 pack. Yes. The 500 gigabyte PlayStation 3 for 270 bucks. Okay. With a game. Yes. The reason I, like, the, the final kicker, I went with that instead of saying, well, you know what, the PlayStation 4 comes out in, like, two months, play it then, and I'll, I'll get the new stuff, or buy the Xbox One, because I'm still not sure which one to pick up. I'm not buying these consoles at launch. There is no way. Because I don't want to beta test their console for them. Well, let me rephrase that. Actually, I'd love to beta test their console for them. I'm not going to pay $600 or $400 or however much to beta test their console for them. Because you know it's going to be broken. Yeah, I don't think we actually have this on the... Yeah, we don't have it on the list of topics. But remember SimCity with all the issues that had out of the box? Yeah, and then they they said, oh, we're going to hold off on releasing the Mac version because we want to make sure it works. <laughs> and they released the Mac version just recently. And it, and it doesn't work. No, it didn't work at all. Right. People had, like, day one crashes. Really bad ones. Oh, goodness gracious. This is getting out of hand. It's getting ridiculous. And if we're talking about it here, then, I mean... <laughs> You and I are smart people, but we are not, like, industry leaders. Someone hopefully has heard of this by now and figured out this is not going to work in the long run. So what do you need to do then? I don't know. I'm, I'll tell you what I'm doing is I'm not purchasing either console at launch. Now, I did purchase the Chromecast at launch. I'm purchasing the GameStick at launch. I'm purchasing GTA Five at launch. So somewhere in there is this middle ground, because I am doing some of it, but others, I'm saying, hell no. I think some of it has to do with how much money it's costing. So there is a financial barrier, that once you reach above X number of dollars, you're just not going to... It's just not worth purchasing it. I, well, there's also an issue of how complex it is and what that entails. An entire new console versus a device to throw... A, uh, a web page up on your TV are two very different things. True. Speaking of web and television, yeah, there's a new PBS series out, but it's not on PBS. Is it on PBS.org? It's on YouTube. So, what? YouTube? Yes. That is not PBS.org. No, no, it's not. Okay. It's a show called Game Show. Well, Game Slash Show. Game Slash Show. Where is this on our list of topics? A uh, new PBS series. Oh, new PBS series. There it is. But I said, hey, there's a new PBS series. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Analyzing video games. Yes. Is this similar to, like, Anita Sarkeesian's women in video games thing? I'm not sure, since I haven't seen that. Okay. We should really watch that sometime, by the way. Okay. Huh. Interesting. I know. I'm a little disappointed that it's only, you know, three and a half minutes long, but then I kind of don't want to sit down at my computer and watch an entire PBS documentary. And yes, I know I've got many PBS documentaries on my computer. <laughs> I was going to say, like, uh, Andy, I watch most of my, my content at the computer. I routinely sit down for, like, hour-long episodes of stuff. 
I do as well, but then you got to like take a break afterwards. Or is that just or me? Or you click on the next episode. I need to get out of this computer chair, not stay in it for longer. Okay. So PBS web series episode one looks at the staying power of Zelda, well, Link, Mario, and Sonic. Yes. Okay. And it breaks it into a monomyth sort of idea. Into a what? Monomyth. Uh huh. The, the hero's journey, the, the the basic story of all time. So Star Wars. Pretty much, yeah. Okay, saying that these three are Star Wars. Yeah, it's basic same idea. I mean, Zelda isn't. Goddamn, not Zelda. Link. Wow, that's really bad. Link yeah, isn't is. the, the everyman. He's the, the destined. And it also depends on which game you play because he's different links. Very different links. The hero of time is not just that one person. All right, well, let's just think of the original Link in the original Legends of Zelda. Yeah, the one where you like have the, the Triforce of Courage. Well, it's the first one. You start out as just a guy. And then you go into a cave and it's, hey, it's... There's an old man. He gives me a sword. Okay. No, by that point in the story, you already are, like, I, I don't think you're just this guy. How are you not just a guy in... Zephod Babelbrox, he's just this guy. <laughs> well, Zephod's just this guy, you know? can't believe you That's... actually reference Hitchhiker's Guide. Why wouldn't I? Because that was out of the blue. Uh, Zelda timeline. Let's see. Where is Zelda 1? Wind Waker, Phantom Hours, Stars, Legend. Right. So if you lose in Ocarina of Time, if the hero is defeated, then Hyrule starts going, getting really fucked and a bunch of crap happens. That's like the end of that is where Zelda 1 picks up. All right. Here we go. So... I can't believe we're arguing about this. Princess Zelda splits the Triforce into eight fragments and throws them throughout the land. Before she's kidnapped, she commands her nursemaid to find someone courageous enough to save the kingdom. While wandering the land, the old woman is surrounded by henchmen, though a young boy named Link appears and rescues her. (laughs) Without a sword, it seems. Yeah. So, in this point of the Zelda timeline, Link was just a guy who stumbled upon an old lady. All right, all right, all right. And then decided to help her without a sword for some odd reason. How did he defeat all these henchmen without a without a sword without a or sword. any other means of attack? <laughs> Tragedy of Princess Zelda was the first long life princesses we knew. Every princess born into the royal family should be named Zelda. Oh wow. God. That sucks. <laughs> oh, God, there's so much information here. All right, Dave. Yeah. Mr. Former Omega Nut. Okay, we if, should stop talking about Zelda. If I was to describe an eSports-style competition that makes it engaging and fun to watch, but test player skills with challenges in different games and genres opening up the playing field to anyone interested in competitive gaming... Would you think I was talking about the Omegathon? Yes. I was not. What are you talking about? I'm and reading, how can I sign up? I'm reading directly from the press release for Ubisoft's new competitive gaming experience, The Next Level. Is this a reality show? No, no, it's not. The Next Level competition at PAX Prime. Yes. Ubisoft is trying to do their own Omegathon. Which, th- they specifically told the guys at Penny Arcade, like, yeah, we kind of took your idea. Really? 
I don't know. I, I have because... to find the Penny Arcade post about this, but they're like, yeah, Ubisoft's doing this, and in an earlier press release, they're like specifically quoted as the Omegathon as wow. the idea behind this. So yeah, they would be doing competitions with Ubisoft games, like different things with Assassin's Creed 4, Just Dance, The Crew, Raymond Legends. It's literally the Ubisoft-only version of the Omegathon. I'm... I, yeah. God damn it. I have nothing on that. I... Why? Because Why they thought it was a good idea. Penny Arcade. Be like, oh, thanks for hosting this, and thanks for letting us show up, and here's all the money. Oh, and by the way, we're stealing your idea. I I don't know. You're you like that's <sighs> okay. What's next? <laughs> I was curious to put that on there just to see what your reaction is, and I think Stupidity. just the utter the utter disgust at it. Is yeah, brilliant. I, I think that's that's a good. I am disgusted at this. This is first off, that's not competition across all levels of games. Why Ubisoft does have quite a variety, yeah. in their library. Yeah, but they're all video games. True. That was half the fun with the Omegathon. Is you got things like Connect Four and Jenga, Diceland, Diceland. Heck, there was a freaking claw machine. Yep. It's like they they took the classic arcade and they just threw everything. Nothing yep. was off limits. Right. This is all video games. So, kind of not pleased with it. Okay. And you said nothing was coming out of packs. New York Times. It got hacked. Again? Oh, wait. The last time wasn't them getting hacked. It was just posting cat pictures. Yes. Who hacked the New York Times? The Syrian Electronic Army. Is that the same group that just hacked Twitter not too long ago? Yes. Okay. These guys have been busy. Yes, yes, they have. They're just trying to, like, raise awareness of the fact that Syria is in bad shape, right? Oh, it's in bad shape. Syria is fucked. Now would not be a good time to go visit the Middle East, it seems. Andy, when has it been a good time to go visit the Middle East? Oh, shoot. I remember my mom visited Israel at some point with a church I mean, group. And it was I visited right, Israel. I, it was right before somebody got assassinated on some steps. Uh, that probably would have been Benjamin Netanyahu. I do believe so, yes. Or, uh, no, Yitzhak Rabin, okay. one or the other. It was, it was literally like a week before that, and then the next week the company was like, yeah, we're not going to be going there for a while. Right. It's like, and no. Now, the Syrian Electronic Army did not attack the New York Times directly. Oh? They attacked the company's domain name register, Melbourne IT. Oops. That'd be like someone not attacking RA Podcast, but instead attacking DreamHost. Yes. And just okay. basically refocusing the domain name of RAPodcast.net or .com and pointing it to another Their website. Clever. It's a great way to get around most of the security. Mm-hmm. Because if you, if you can't attack the house, just attack the phone books. Everybody calls somebody else thinking it's yep. the first guy. Yep. Very clever. So yeah, it was Twitter and it was New York Times that got attacked last week. I can't really say good for them because it's illegal and wrong to do that, but it is impressive. Yes. Somebody was smart. It's just, yeah. Plants vs. Zombies 2. Yes, it has been downloaded now more times than the original has been downloaded. Wow. In its lifetime. Wow. And it's only out on iOS right now. That's it. Yeah, only on, I so want to freaking play this game, but I can't because I don't have any iOS devices. Yep. 
And I'm feeling like I'm getting hosed. Give it another couple months. Yeah, I love the the official blog post about this. Mm-hmm. The first comment is, so when are you guys going to put it out on Android or Windows? <laughs> <laughs> or anything other than iPhone? <sighs> oh, PopCap. I guess it's not really PopCap anymore. It's Electronic Arts. Yeah, this is all EA. So, oh, Electronic Arts. They probably got paid a bunch of money, though, to make it an exclusive. For iPhone? Yeah. I doubt it. If you're not getting paid to make it an exclusive, why are you being exclusive? You really think Apple is paying them to make it exclusive? Oh, I bet they are. Huh. I think that they just, well, I don't know. It's possible. But how many people are going to buy an iPhone just so they can play Plants vs. Zombies 2? Like, that's the purpose of an exclusive. Well, they probably won't buy it just for Plants vs. Zombies 2. But it will give the idea that, hey, having an iOS device, you're, you know, on top of the food chain. You get the good stuff first. Except not. In this case, you did. I, okay. Maybe. Possibly. It's potential. EA has been voted the worst company in America twice. Yes. And EA has now, as we just talked about, put out Plants for Zombies 2 as an iPhone exclusive. Well, iOS exclusive. Yes. EA also has Origin. Yes. One of the most hated digital distribution platforms out there. Mm, Pretty much. EA did something with Origin that you and I said months ago should be done with Steam. Which is? They are allowing you to return a purchase. Really? Yes. On Origin, starting August 19th, if you purchase an EA game, so it's only EA, nah, You have seven days from the date of purchase or 24 hours from when you launch the game to return the game. Hmm. Well, that's interesting. Yeah, they really need to do that on Steam. Yeah. It's just like... The problem is like what... I mean, the the reason they don't is, hey, I'm a very dishonest person. I'm not, but I'm a very dishonest person and I will buy this indie Steam game for five bucks, play it for one day and then return it. True. I actually did that with a game at GameStop one time. Andy, I had beaten the game person within a day. Within a day, well, it's actually within a week because GameStop's got seven days. So I brought it back, and I'm like, it didn't work. Yeah, I was having issues. The issues was the fact that I was already done. (laughs) It's terrible. To be clear, though, that was for a used game. Yes, not a new game. No, right. This is for new games. Very true. Now, it does say an EA game, so please be careful if you are depending on this, because it, it might not work for your games. Yes. Which, In fact, it won't. It says DLC and DLC and non-EA game purchases are excluded from the guarantee. So it's just the one. Just EA games. Yep. If I bought a digital, uh, a, uh, actual purchase of something, can I load that on Origin? Is there a way to redeem that digitally? I don't know. Because I just really like to put Spore back up here. So speaking of, you know, it'd be great if they had this on Steam. Yeah. Uh, a side note: Aliens, Colonel Marines, or Colonial Marines. Colonial Marines, yeah, was the Steam Daily deal for you know five bucks, which still is too much. Too much. I wonder how many people bought that game and wished that Steam had a return option. It's <laughs> like, what's going on here? Yes. But uh, Steam's Greenlight yeah. has been around for, for one a year. year. Congratulations, Greenlighters. And Steam is celebrating by greenlighting 100 games at one time. I thought they were only greenlighting 50 at once. 
Well, they decided to try and stress test the system, according to them. So they green-lighted a hundred of them. Wow, flood of indie games. Yeah. Most of which probably crap. Probably. Let's see. They have a list posted there? Um, not on the the. Th- not on their post because it's too big because there's a hundred games. But most of the green light games now are uh, 75% off. Ooh, man, but that means going through a hundred green light games. Yeah, it's a lot of games. Actually, we should be careful. It's not just games. There are other pieces of software in here. Oh, really? Yes. Ooh, Artemis is in here. Do you remember we talked about Artemis, Andy? No. Artemis was the bridge simulator, similar to Quintet. Yeah, still blanking. Okay. <laughs> Never mind. We'll talk about it later. It's what not did, worth bringing up now. What did I have for lunch yesterday? I don't know. Did you have lunch yesterday? Yes, because yesterday was Friday, so I was at work. So I had something. Something. Yes. Wow. I'm sorry. <gasps> the scapegoat. The, the week kind of just blended all together. Yep. Oh, man, there are some good games in here. If you haven't played a scapegoat, it's pretty cute. <laughs> One, two, three games that start with the word legend. Hmm. So do you remember when, uh, four years ago, Congress created the intellectual property czar position to try and get reformation on copyright issues and such? No. Oh. Well, four years ago. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Congress created the international property. Properties is our position okay. to help with... Inter- when you say international property, you mean intellectual That's property? That's what I meant, yes. Intellectual property. Okay. Sorry, my apologies. So, so intellectual properties are? Yes. Um, resigned earlier this month. The reason? She's working for the Software Alliance, which goes by the acronym of BSA, which uh, bills itself as the world's premier anti-piracy organization. This seems like a conflict of interest. <laughs> Yeah, think? Like, that's not good. So she's been writing policy and advising on policy for the last four years, and now is being paid by the BSA. Which is for anti-piracy and only anti-piracy. Yeah, this, it's a, sometimes I hate Washington, because this is a little ridiculous. Literally, like, it's going for somebody who is supposed to have a nonpartisan position on this. And then as soon as she's done, well, she leaves. She gets picked up by the... I think she leaves to actually go work for the guys who are basically Hollywood. Gar. That's not cool. No. That's not cool at all. Like, that's really super not cool. But what are we going to do? Uh, I don't know. Contact your congressman. Say what the fuck? <laughs> it's a little late for them to do anything about that. True. Maybe, hey, pick better next time. Batman and Superman in Michigan. Yes. So remember how Michigan had this whole, like, tax credit for the movie industry, and then Rick Snyder kind of shot it down? Yeah. Well, it's back again. As law or just as an exception? I'm not sure. I, I but... thought, like, I, I have a feeling if it were as law, we'd have talked about it before. Probably. But the new... What's it called? It's not the world's strongest, right? I think it... I don't know if the... uh, Oh, it's the Untitled Man of Steel sequel. So the movie titled it. No, the movie does not have a title yet. But it has been approved for $35 million in tax cuts. Credits. Credits. To film in Michigan. Huh. So lots of scenes of Detroit as Gotham or as Metropolis? It wouldn't be that far off, because they used Chicago last time, right? They used Chicago for one of them. I don't remember what they did for Metropolis. They've got good farms out there, so they've got the cornfields. 
True. We have caves up north. There is a pretty diverse... You have almost every natural landscape other than... Tropical. uh, Tropical. You don't have a jungle in Michigan. No, you don't. But you can do desert because you've got the dunes, the sand dunes. You just have to make sure the camera is pointing the right way. So you don't see the giant lake. Lake of fresh water. 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 Oh. (laughs) Oh, there's lots of it right there. That's it. I mean, if you don't know where you are and you look and you see that huge thing of water, your first instinct is going to be, I can't drink that. Because you'll think it's salt water. Yeah. Or at least your first instinct should be, I can't drink that, because you'll think it's, you should think it's salt water. Okay, cool. So it's going to be shooting in Michigan. Mm-hmm. In fact, huh. What? Uh, David Goyer, who's writing the screenplay, yeah, lives in Ann Arbor. Really? Yeah. I did not see that one coming. So, Andy, you going to try and get on that set? Probably not. I mean, they're going to be hiring tons of people. It's got to it's gotta be better for them to hire local to do the grunt work than to fly the grunts out from Hollywood. Oh, no, that makes, yeah, there's got to be some sort of Michigan Teamster. Oh, please, the unions in Michigan, hmm. Right. So, you know, maybe it would be worth getting in there. Just saying. I probably know I could talk to about three people to figure out who to actually talk to about it, so... Could Granted, be fun. Having worked on live shoots before, yep. I don't know if I'd really want to. <laughs> you did what was it? An episode of Hoarders? No, uh, extreme couponing. Extreme couponing, right? But then I also helped out with some of the live shoots when I was working up at WLNS TV, and then I was also helped out on some of the live shoots when I was doing my internship here at WZZM. Mm-hmm. Live shoots are a lot of work. Well, but it's, I mean, those are live shoots where, like, it goes out immediately. These are live shoots that get edited. Well, no, the the extreme couponing was one that got edited. It was completely Not ridiculous, true. though. There's going to be a lot of standing around. Yep. A lot of standing yep. around. But you get paid for every minute of it. True. And since the unions, you know, have an iron grip on the thing, you are not working over eight hours. Yep. Unless you get even more money. Right. So, Andy, you going to get in on that? Probably not. Okay. Oh, this guy wrote all of the uh, Batman movies. He also wrote Blade, Blade 2, and Blade Trinity. So I'm not sure. That's not reassuring. (laughs) It's like, oh, he wrote the Batman movies. Oh, that's a perk. But then he also wrote all of the Blade movies. Well, the the first Blade movie wasn't terrible. No, but then he also wrote Blade 2 and Blade Trinity. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Yeah. So, Windows 8.1. Mm-hmm. Has been officially RTM'd. RTM. Read the manual? No, uh, released to manufacturing. Ah, okay. Took me a second to dig that one out. Um, so, Windows 8.1 is going to be coming out to the public in mid-October. Yes. And it's being released, when it's released to manufacturers, means it's getting released to the OEM. So it's getting released to Samsung, HP, Acer, right. that sort of thing. These are usually, by the way, where the... Uh, the leaks come from at this point where like the the cds start showing up online yes because you can as soon as you start passing a secret around it becomes less secret right so the um the thing everybody's in a hoopla now about this not that the fact you know 8.1 gives you a start menu again but the fact is that people who subscribe to the microsoft developer network are not going to be able to look at the code until it's actually released to the public in mid-October. Okay. 
So the hardware manufacturers are going to get the software and can make sure that everything still works. But if you're a third-party software developer for Windows... Too bad. Too bad. You know, it, it, it's interesting because the third-party developers seems like it is the last group that Microsoft needs to piss off right now. <laughs> to the point of, like, PlayStation and Sony is really kicking their ass because of this, in general. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, this one's like, really? You're going to piss off? Bad, bad idea, Microsoft. Bad idea. Just really bad idea. Yeah. Not smart. What's also not smart is if you release a piece of speculative fiction mm-hmm. and you don't really point it out right away. That it's speculative? Yes. Who did it? TechCrunch. What did they do? Posted a article that stated that Uber, the guys who, you know, are doing that whole black taxi cab or whatever they're called, the the gypsy cab company. Okay. Where you can hire somebody else to drive you around that's not okay. an official taxi cab driver. Which sounds dangerous, but okay. Yeah. Uh, posted in this article saying that they were going to purchase 2,500 driverless cars from Google. Okay. Uh, Committed to investing up to $375 million for a fleet of Google's GX3200 vehicles. Google hasn't made any vehicles. I know. But everybody caught this and was like, wait a second, what? First off, that's a lot of money. Second off, wait, they're... How do we not know about this? So everybody started, like, emailing Google. People at the Daily Mail, unfortunately, posted this as fact. Oh, that's not good. No. So, yeah, this is one of the things where people... Because if you look at the, the date for the post, it says July 25th, 2023. What? <laughs> yeah. So it was a joke post? Basically, yeah, it was a... And it got picked up as... News. News. It was satirical and got picked up as news. You know what? This is not their fault. This is the fault of everyone who picked it up as news. I thought it was news until I was like, wait a second. No, Google does not have three generations. Google doesn't have, right. Google doesn't have these cars. Who's? Uh, it's honestly somebody only read like the first two paragraphs of this article and decided, hey, this is newsworthy. See, I thought that, that the, the original post that you were describing had been made as like a potential, hey, you know, this might be happening. It, it wasn't even speculative. It was satirical. It's not, it wasn't really satirical because they were acting like this is actually going on in no, the future. No, that's a satirical post, Andy. So wait, what would be a speculative future post? Google, there is no such thing as a speculative. A, a speculative post is, hey, Google's producing this and this company is going to buy them. That's my speculation. That's what I think is going to happen. So this is satirical. This is satirical. This is a joke. It doesn't seem to be very funny. It just seems to be... It was funny originally, and then someone picked it up as news. It's like if someone were to take The Daily Show seriously. <laughs> you don't pick up the stuff on The Daily Show as news. No, no, you don't. Or the even better, The Onion. How many times have people picked up The Onion as actual news, though? And posted it on Facebook. Yeah. It's so funny whenever it happens. Oh my god, guys, look at this. Um, yes, because everything you read on the internet is true. You know that, right, Andy? Oh, yeah, of course. Everything on the internet is true. I heard it on the internet. Exactly. And the internet never lies. I heard that on TV. <laughs> All right. There's, I think, one more topic. How many more do we have? We have a couple more. Yes, yes, we do. Yep. Okay. Prank to end all pranks. This is just something I felt was worth putting in to lighten your day. It is a prank from a Japanese TV show 
I, I, there's nothing I can think of that would top this, which is they got someone dressed up as a velociraptor to chase a person. <laughs> so this poor guy starts his day, and he's in the office, and he just hears these screams and then a screech, and he looks, under, you know, running across the hallway are these people being chased by a velociraptor, which then turns and starts chasing him. I'm still waiting for this website to load. Uh-oh. Is it not loading anymore? No, it's loading. It just took forever in a day. Okay. Give Andy a sec to watch it. <laughs> so there's no news in this topic. It's just, I, I thought, I couldn't pass this up. This was too good. Oh, that's just, that's just mean, though. Isn't it? Dave, you're a mean person. I didn't do this. Yes, but you're in... You're in- I'm what, encouraging people to dress up as velociraptors? Yes, yes you are anatomically incorrect velociraptors because yes. it is way too big to be an actual velociraptor yes and scaring innocent people how do you know he's innocent true you don't really know that anymore nobody's really maybe, innocent anymore. maybe he pranked them earlier maybe he did that stupid thing of putting the note card on the bottom of the mouse it used to be better when you could just take the, all the mouse balls take the trackball out of yeah. the mouse yeah. i could still use the mouse at that point well you couldn't well, yeah, if you flipped it over and spun the things around inside. Right. It's also great if you just take with the laser mice and just tape a piece of clear tape over the thing. Yeah, that's the, the note card on the yeah. bottom. Or if you want to be, like, really destructive, go get some nail polish. Oh. Little dab of nail polish. I would be pissed, especially yep. if I had my fancy mouse. Yep. My mouse literally has a tray for weights. A tray for weights. Yeah. So, so you can make the mouse heavier? Yes, I can make the mouse heavier or lighter. Okay. It's like it doesn't have the right heft. Yeah, exactly. You're weird. It also comes with two grips as well. It was the mouse You're I got free. Really weird. Well, I got, because I got third place in the My Little Pony contest. Right. Did I mention you're weird? Yeah. Okay. So do you want to talk about the 2DS at all or no? Um, oh, yeah, I suppose we should. It is news and it's game news. Nintendo came out with a new handheld device. It looks ridiculous. It looks so bad. It's a brilliant idea. I just wish that the form factor were different. It's called the Nintendo 2DS because I guess it's a play on the fact that it's A, not 3D, but it's the sequel to the 3DS. So it's the 3DS 2, but it's not 3D. So it's the 2DS. Or maybe, actually, it might just be the sequel to the DS. There was no DS2. No. And the idea is, even though it's newer than the 3DS, it is a lower level than the 3DS. I mean, the name actually really works out. The form factor is so stupid. It's five inches high, five and a half inches, well, greater than five and a half inches wide, and eight-tenths of an inch thick at its thickest point, because it's got a slight slant to it. A slight slant? It's a wedge. The whole thing is a wedge. It looks like a thinly cut piece of cake. All right, I've got a DVD case here. I swear I had tape measure over here somewhere. I mean, it's about the same size as the other DSs. But this one cannot fold. But it doesn't fold. Now, the advantage is it does play 3DS games. You just don't get the 3D aspect, and it's cheaper. Okay, DVD case is too wide. Let's check out a CD case. 
Buddy Holly. Okay. Ooh, that'll be the day that you say goodbye. Okay, so it's about the same width as a CD case. and about so yeah, also it's, the same height yeah. as a CD case. So it's pretty much, if you're curious of how big the 2DS would be, hold, hold, a, CD a, case. hold a CD case. And if, it gets a little thicker at one end. Yeah, if you know you still have... A CD case? A CD case. We're talking like, the, you know, the, the standard jewel case. None of this crazy slimline stuff. Thin case. I like the thin cases. As do I, but I don't know. I feel like the CD case, regular CD case is what you would be. Now, I feel like I should post a picture of this on like Instagram or something. But there you go. If you're curious what a 2DS feels like, hold a CD case around. In your hand. In your hand. And if you're trying to think about transporting it, try putting a CD case in whatever you're trying to transport it in. Yep. And that will tell you if it will fit or not. Comes in many colors. Ooh. I honestly would just... Okay, so the 2DS is $129.99. The DS is $99.99. Yep. And the 3DS is $169.99. So you have $100, yep. 130 and then 170 Yep. Really, if you're going for the 130 just pay the extra 40 bucks. I don't know. 40 bucks seems a bit... Okay, it's a third of the price. That's, that is pretty significant. But still... Yeah, if you're going to go buy something cheap, you're, the DS, which granted, there isn't much out for the DS anymore. I beg to differ. There's a number of games for the DS. There's, there's the back catalog. The, the 3DS is really what it is. Smash Brothers? I think everything that Nintendo is coming out now for portable the device is going to be a 3DS. Pokemon games? Yeah, yeah. I, I was commenting on the 3DS. Oh, no, I was just saying the regular DS. Oh, yeah, no, still... there, is, there is nothing for the DS anymore. No. All, the, all the new production is 3DS, which is why you want the 2DS, because it's cheaper, but still plays the new games. Yes, but it... Looks like a piece of cake. Yes. How is that comfortable to hold in your hand? I don't know, Dave. Grab a CD case and hold it in your arms for a bit. The controls are so high up on the thing. That's why you have to literally hold it by the sides. Yeah, instead of holding it by the bottom. Yeah. Maybe. The start and select button are pretty far down there. How often do you use the start and select button other than to pause the game? Depends on the game. Is there a game that uses the start and select button for something other than pausing the game? Uh, Switching weapons is usually select. Well, then that sucks. Yep. (laughs) So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, the 2DS. Wow, 2DS. Yeah. Oh, the Wii U also got a $50 price cut as well, but most people didn't notice that news because of the piece 2DS. of the 2DS. <laughs> Wait, there's a Wii U? Is that like the sequel to the Wii, or is it just a new Wii? I'm not going to offer that with a response. Okay. One other thing that was posted, Super Mario Bros. 3. What if... Super Mario Bros. 3 had not been made in the early 90s. What if Super Mario Bros. 3 had been made now for a phone? I could see that. So it, it takes the guise of kind of the endless runner. And what happens is this is actually a, a talk, a presentation given by this guy who kind of deconstructed it and said, well, here's the core mechanics and here's what happens and here's how we could monetize it. And it starts off pretty cool. It starts off, okay, so we simplify the controls. Uh, you swipe now, and so it's you swipe forward, you start running, you swipe up, you jump, down is crouch, back is stop, and then you can uh, like double tap and do some sort of power. Okay. Right? And you could see that in Super Mario 3. Then he says, all right, well, how would we make money on it? And so we look at the core mechanics and what happens, and so... There's this idea of entering levels versus entering, uh, like, the store, the Toad store. 
right? Those little toad houses mm-hmm. where it was go in and pick a box? Yes. Well, what if you didn't have lives in the game? You just kept playing. But the number of coins you got didn't contribute to your life. That was coins that you could then spend in the toadstool stores. Hmm. And so now power-ups like the raccoon suit or the fire flower or any number of other power-ups, the frog suit, those now cost coins. I don't like where this is going because this actually makes sense. Right. And so you could even have special coins, golden coins, if you will, that you have to pay for that could unlock other things like that P-Wing. You know, the I win the level P-Wing. Yeah. Yeah. Or the flute. Mm-hmm. Or uh, he looks at the, the slot machine at the end of the level. You know, there's always that square, and it's going between star flower, mushroom, star flower, mushroom, star flower, mushroom. Yes. So that you could hit it and take what it is, or you could spend money and force it to be what you want it to be. I don't like, you know, I honestly said, I don't like where this is going because it makes perfect sense. It, it makes so much perfect sense, and it could absolutely work, and it's terrifying. So let's see. Uh, other changes. Each level would have its own social leaderboard for score. So now you're competing against other people. You earn points and you earn... It's, it's like the Angry Birds model of you earn stars per level based on your score and then you unlock the new worlds based on those stars or you could pay. You get one life every 30 minutes. The minigames reset after 24 hours. Oh my. It's ridiculous. It's brilliant, but it's terrifying. So, speaking of free-to-play social games, yep. do you want to hit your random review? Sure. Random review. Dots. Not the candy. No. Although the candy would be pretty delicious. Except when it gets stuck in your teeth. I love that candy, especially stale dots. You just suck on them like gobstoppers? Yep. So, picture, Andy, a 6 by 6 grid of dots. In four colors, okay? okay? Randomly distributed. So a lot like Bejeweled. Very, very similar to Bejeweled, but much, much more of a minimalist view. And instead of swapping positions, you want to take any two or more that are connected and actually connect them, draw the line between them. They have to be orthogonal, up, down, left, right. You can't go diagonal. Okay. And the goal is you have, you have two choices. Either you have 30 moves, because as soon as you connect the dots, they disappear. And then everything falls, and then more come up, again, just like Bejeweled. So you either have 30 moves or one minute to connect as many dots as possible. So there are two game modes. Yes. So the point of the game is to connect the dots. Connect the dots. It seems pretty straightforward. It is absolutely straightforward. (laughs) It's also a lot of fun. Uh, It's also kind of addictive. It's also really hard because you can get you get to a plateau around like 150 points. And then after that, it's much harder to gain more. Uh, Andy actually introduced me to this game while we were up north. And, and I was going to review it next week. Ah, uh, ha, ha, ha. It's really nice in the sense that the game lasts a minute. Well, if you're I, doing I, a strategy mode, it can last longer. It can last much longer. But the this is that concept, that casual gaming concept that really comes back of the I have one minute to play. Like, I'm waiting for a phone call, or I'm waiting to, uh, I'm waiting for the bus, or I'm waiting for someone to finish something. I have one minute. What can I do? 
I can pull this out and play an entire game. The mechanics are easy. The game takes no time to learn, and it's free. What do you have to comment on, Andy? And it's pretty straightforward. Yep. <laughs> it's a connect the dots game. It's pretty straightforward. It's like it's simple, but it just works. I'm I'm surprised at how much I've played of this game. How much have you played of this game, Andy? At least an hour already. Just sitting there 30 seconds at a time or 60 seconds at a time connecting dots. Connecting so many dots. Now the dots you uh, you can usually use to buy power-ups for the game. Yes. So similar to what we were just talking about with Mario, right? The more you play, the more dots you have connected, the higher your reserve of connected dots are, and then you get to buy power-ups based on those. Mm-hmm. And the power-ups do things like stop the clock, erase a dot, erase all of the dots. Now there also is the, the bonus for... Um, squares. Squares, yes. So if you complete a square, it actually removes all dots of that color from the, the board. Now, they don't have to be squares. They can also be rectangles. Yep. You have to close a circuit. Yes. Which means there also can be dots inside that circuit that you can close. And they will disappear. Yes. Which is what you basically need to do if you want to get high scores. Yes. Which... A lot of. Yeah. And the sounds are just so pleasing in this game. Which is funny because I never actually have the sound on my phone. You should turn the sound on when you play it. Why? As long as Kate is not there. Because it actually is pretty pleasing sounds. Right. I can hear Kate typing in the background and then I see her text and it's really funny. Well, now she's on Amazon right now, so she's not actually talking to you. Uh-huh. Unless she's talking to you and I don't see it. Which she's, she's... happens. So, dots. Android. Free. Give it a shot. It's free. Games take a minute. I really like it. Andy really likes it. You can try and beat my score. My high score on the strategy mode is 238. My high score on the timed mode is 279. So you can try and beat my score. I haven't done that yet. Beaten my score? Yeah. Yes. I'm pretty good at these games. Random topic. Rolled ahead of time? Yes. What do you post on Facebook, and what should slash shouldn't people post on Facebook? What do I post on Facebook? I have honestly uh, have no idea what Dave put. Let's see. Let's look at Dave's. I was going to ask you to, to look. Here we go. David because I'm pretty Play. sure I don't post anything on Facebook. <laughs> uh, let's see. The last post that you had on there was April 9th, asking anyone I know have Fitbit. I basically uh, use Facebook as... Well, to, to put it bluntly, I use Facebook as a social network service. I use Facebook to contact people. I don't really post much there. The, the, the <laughs> I'm looking back, and I'm trying to actually find the last post from you on there, other than the one you just posted on April. Years ago. Uh, last year, May 6th, 2012. Oh, man, Verners, I've missed you. Years ago. I do comment from time to time. Yeah, let's look at your activity. I'm just looking at your timeline, which I love how your timeline and your activity are actually two different things. Two different things, yeah. How do I find your activity? I don't know. I'm looking at my activity. It's mostly commenting and every so often something about you don't know Jack. What about you, Andy? What do you post? I post stuff that I post on Twitter. Yep, you've got your my coach. And my runs. Your runs and your Twitter stuff. Yeah. Are you still doing all your tweets in haiku? Yes, of course. Well done. You posted a comic. Oh, no, that's that's someone posting for you. Yeah. Wait, what? About Waldo. About Waldo. Someone basically tagged you in a post about Waldo. Ah. Yeah. 
That's yeah. So that's the first part of it, though. That's that's what do you do with Facebook, which is not much. No, I like random photos and I comment on posts. Right. So the other half is what should you do with Facebook, and what shouldn't you do? The answer is what Andy and I do, and nothing else. Are you saying the majority of what's on Facebook is crap? <laughs> what a profound statement, Andy. What do you think? I don't know. I, I, I think that most of Facebook is pretty crappy. There's not a lot of stuff that's really worth it out there. Or don't you think so? No, a lot of it does seem... Pointless? Yeah. A waste of time? Some of the stuff is interesting, like the fact that Wired just posted that the Apple trading program has gone live. Okay. So sometimes I get news. That's news. And that's not an individual. That That's more of a corporate posting. Yes. My, the, pe- the people I individually follow on Facebook. Yeah, I'm trying to... Uh, there's probably a lot of people I wouldn't have to personally follow on Facebook, so... I, yeah, there's not a lot that I, I would suggest posting on Facebook. Now, do you post anything on Google Plus? Not much. Again, it's, it's kind of that, like... Uh, I, I sent out the question of who owns a Fitbit. But mostly I use social networking sites to maintain contacts with my social network. I think most of the activity I've had on Facebook recently has been with the work that I do at Wider because it's all college kids. Well, half of it's college kids, half of it's guys who've been there for like 30 years. Mm-hmm. It's a very odd group. But all of the program directors and music directors and everybody posts on Facebook. So I keep tabs on that going, oh, I should probably look in there because the volume knob isn't working or something. So that's what I do. Okay. Now there's a lot of stuff on there that I'm not really that interested in on Facebook. I need what I really need to do is just actually just go through and parse my Facebook feed. Parse it how? I just need to go through and see what I like, what I don't like, what page feeds I can remove. There's just a lot of stuff on there that I don't pay attention to, so I should remove it. Go for it. Yeah, I don't think you were going to complain to that one. No. Just don't, you know, remove me. Why? You don't post anything. Well, then you shouldn't need to remove me, because I don't clutter you up. Yeah, I think that answers the question, though, so... Okay. Yeah, just basically don't post anything. Well, also, don't post anything that you immediately regret. There needs to be, like, a frickin'... Undo. (laughs) Waiting period. Yeah, there needs to be a waiting period for Facebook. There should be... You should have a configurable waiting period between five minutes and, like, six hours. Should be, isn't there a thing for Gmail where it's like they ask you complex math questions? Yep, mail glasses. Yeah, do that for Facebook as well. Or we could actually just make a, a Facebook plugin that doesn't let you do it right away. Yeah. That, like, it actually does wait and it emails you and says, like, you have to confirm this. Okay, so I do go to Facebook and play You Don't Know Jack that was so. Yep. That's about it. I play You Don't Know Jack on the Android. Yeah, I need to get that for Android. You definitely should. So yeah, that answers that question. I can't think of anything else. Okay. Since, you know, well, we are not heavy Facebook users. So We are like the opposite of heavy Facebook users. Very. Okay. Well then, that's it then, yeah? Yeah, that's a wrap. This has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants, feel free to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at RAPodcast, or send us an email at mail at RAPodcast.net. 
Thank you for listening. 